Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to Cause Talk Radio. I'm here with my co-host, Megan Strand. Hello, Joe. Hey, Megan. Wow, we're really lucky we caught you between vacations. I know. You know, every once in a while, Megan does unplug from the computer. That's right. You're <laughs> jet-setting everywhere. And stuff no, like I'm that. driving. I'm and, driving. And before, before we got on the phone today, she already told me via email, don't email me when I'm on vacation. I did. Why? Well, <laughs> I, I, you can no email me. That's you just won't get a response. That's right. And we have a great guest today Yay. and a good friend, Ian Simpson, co-founder of T-Volution. Hey, Ian. Hi, everyone. Hi, you guys. How's it going? Good, good. Really nice to have you on today. You're out of uh, D.C., Ian, right? So you're Correct. sweating like the rest of the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's it's actually cooler now than it was a few weeks ago. No, it is cooler in Boston, too, which has been right. really nice, too. So, hey, so let's jump into today's show. Let's talk a little bit about T-Volution. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, T-Volution, how you started, and what you folks are doing right now? Yeah, Tvolution is a new brand of iced tea. It's bottled. It's in a it's a 16 ounce glass bottle, like the kind you'd see at a Whole Foods or other grocery store or, or at a deli. Um, we have great flavors. They're organic and all natural. They're delicious. We spent actually about two years just working on our flavors to get them right, and people tell us how good they are all the time. How many flavors uh, you have now, Ian? Uh, we still have our standard four, kind of we call them our family. Uh, we have yep. a green tea with honey, a yep. white tea with peach, a white tea with mango, and a black tea with lemon. Uh, and we are actually working on a couple of unsweetened varieties to kind of round out the set. So ultimately oh, cool. we'll have six. Nice. Um, but what really sets us apart is that we donate 25 cents to great charities for every bottle that we sell. Yep. Um, and to date, we've been able to donate more than $7,000 in the short time that we've been on the market, and we continue wow. to grow. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's and, you know, that's very generous considering that you're a startup business and things are so lean. I mean, I'm sure you're drawing a big fat paycheck from TV. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife wishes I was drawing a big fat paycheck. No, no, we are definitely in startup mode. We're... Uh, you know, we we are lean and mean, and we're uh, we're definitely, um, you know, let's say uh, taking the sacrifice right now. Um, oh, but we have been on the market for 18 months, and and we we're still kicking and and growing all the time. That's awesome. And how did you get started with Tvolution? So Tvolution was a brainchild. And two yeah. is kind of like why the cause component. Where would you would you find that? So Tvolution is the brainchild of my business partner Gerard Artavia. Uh, he comes from a long career in beverage and beverage sales and branding and innovation and all kinds of um, uh, great work in the beverage space. My background is entrepreneurship. Uh, I had a company a few years ago called Integrated Learning where we grew to 10 cities and had 40 teachers uh, engaged in private tutoring across the country. So, you know, marrying up Gerard's background in beverage, my background in entrepreneurship, uh, and a and a joint desire to let's say create a career with impact um, in whatever form that meant at the time, we knew that we knew that whatever we did going forward couldn't just be about the bottom line. There had to be, you know, there had to be some kind of impact to what we were doing. We had to. We wanted to change the world. You know, in whatever form that looks like, our little piece of it, that that was important. And um, and so the original idea was, can we just make tea that's good for the community? I mean, tea is holistic. Tea is delicious. It's healthy. It's already good for you. It tastes good. 
But it should be more than that. You know, it should be good for the community around you. Every time you pop open a cap, you know, you should take a sip and, and, and do something good. And more and more people are consuming with purpose. And so now we say that you should be drinking with purpose too. You know, when you make the choice to buy a pair of shoes, sometimes you do that with purpose and you buy a pair of tongs. When you make a choice to drive a car, sometimes you do that with purpose and you buy a Prius or a, or a hybrid. When you go shopping, sometimes you do it with purpose and you bring your own bag. And so when you buy a bottle of tea, we think you should do that with some purpose too. And, you know, uh, buy a bottle that's not just delicious and that you could drink all the time, but that you can, um, you know, that does some good every time you do it. Can, can you tell us about your nonprofit partners and just how you found them? Because I think it's a really fantastic model for, for startups and you really put a lot of thought into it. That's one of the things I really admire about Tvolution. You didn't just say, Oh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. here's, here are the nonprofits. We're going to, we're going to benefit. No, you really put a that, lot of science behind it. So can you talk about that? Yeah. Thank you. Actually, I appreciate that you say that we, um, we did put a lot of work into it. You know, we, we always tell people that we're not running a campaign. We don't have a flavor of the month nonprofit. We're not doing, you know, short bursts. We don't have contests where we pit nonprofits against each other. We went out to partner with four great nonprofits that we could partner with for the long term that could benefit us as much as we benefit them and that we could truly work together uh, in partnership. And so the four nonprofits that we work with are the National Brain Tumor Society. Uh, Joe, they're around the corner from you, as well yeah, as Jumpstart. Right. They're also based in Boston. Yeah. Um, all good things, all good things, Ian, come from Boston. <laughs> right? Except, except iced tea. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the yeah. brain tumor folks, they're like, they're like two miles away from me. I mean, that's how close they are. I've talked to them before. They seem like great people. They're, they're great. They're great. In fact, you know, I can say without any hesitation that we partner with four, that they're all great. Everyone we talk, partner with is great. So there's National Brain Tumor Society, Jumpstart. Um, Bare Necessities, based in Chicago, and uh, Project Night Night, which is jointly based in San Francisco and um, and Cleveland. And those four organizations, um, they do real work, uh, tangible work on the ground in communities across the country. Uh, we deliberately chose nonprofits that were at once national and local. So, Megan, you said we you know we had some science behind it. One of the things that we cared a lot about was. You know, would they be in? Would they be nonprofits that would be applicable in all the markets that we sell? So we couldn't just pick local nonprofits because we might be selling in, you know, uh, Portland one day. <laughs> uh, you know, we want them to be working in Portland, and at the same time, we want them to be doing on the ground, re, you know, affecting communities as if they were local. And so that's what these four do, and others, other great nonprofits do the same thing. Um, but we also had a requirement that they not be large. Um, we wanted, you know, we didn't want to be the 7,000th and first um, company to team up with your, you know, XYZ large nonprofit that everyone else teams up with. We wanted to pick a couple nonprofits that were growing, that were really dedicated, that had great, um, great successes so far. And that wanted to grow as we grew. And that's what these four nonprofits do. And we put them through the ringer. You know, we tested them for things like organizational fitness. We tested their financial performance. We made sure that their programs that they run are in line with the kind of things that we care about and that there's consistency across those programs. 
and we tested their ability, sort of their communication acumen. You know, we're a, we we live in a web 2.0 world where social media rules the day, and we needed to work with nonprofits that, you know, knew how to work with social media and could get the word out as well. And and that's what these guys are all excellent at. No, and I think that's really important too. I mean, the fact that you partnered too with a, uh, you know, with with smaller organizations too that would recognize the benefit that you would bring to them, I think is really valuable. Because for you to go to someone like a Coleman or a St. Jude and stuff, you're not a you're not a big partner. You're another partner, and uh, with these other people, you're a significant player. Well, yeah, and you know, it also it's important for us, like I said, to to not do to not just be the money guys. You know what mm. I mean? You know, we really wanted it to be a partnership and not just, um, you know, here's our money. We'll tell you what you're going to do with it. So we it's un- we, we donate the money to unrestricted funds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we don't make requirements in terms of how they, you know, work to help promote us when they talk about us and how they do, although they all do willingly because of the kind of relationship that we've brought. And, you know, many of them have said that we've become a model for them on what they're looking for in future partnerships. So... Mm-hmm. You know, that's been very gratifying from our perspective. Even though we're not donating tons of money, you know, we're also not causing any problems. And I think that as we grow, you know, we we also aren't looking for new nonprofits just yet because we want to grow and let these guys see the benefit. I mean, they've been with us for two years. We only launched 18 months ago. Right. It'll be in the next few years that we start donating really significant money as we um, as we expand. Can you, now, can, go ahead. Um, can you talk a little bit about how your social media and your texting works just the logistics of what happens when you buy a bottle of tvolution and all the cool things that activate or can activate yeah so we do we go further than just giving money i mean we don't just give a quarter for every bottle we sell although that would certainly be enough we also want to really promote the nonprofits. and so what we've done is put a unique code on every bottle uh you have to you find it by peeling away the label and you can text that code in or submit it through our website and you get a message back that tells you all about what that nonprofit, you know, which nonprofit you helped, what they're doing with the money and what their mission is. And actually, you know, because text messaging is so short, we developed a number of messages that that get served to you over time. So little by little, as you put more codes in, you learn all about the nonprofit in question. And because we have these four nonprofits, you know, there's a lot of variety in the messaging that you get back. And you can link your Facebook account or your Twitter account through our website. And so when you put your code in, uh, you are also broadcasting to all of your followers and friends who you helped and how they used the money. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you something, Ian. One of the reasons I think people start cause businesses like yours is they, uh, they're pretty confident that connecting themselves in a significant way with causes is going to give them a competitive edge in the marketplace. Is that true for you? Do you feel that way? I'm sorry. Can you just ask that one more time? I don't think. Oh, I sure. Um, what I was asking was, does uh, the connection uh, between Tvolution and the causes you work with, the fact that you run a cause business, is that something that uh, has given you a competitive edge in the marketplace over other people that don't? Well, we certainly think so. I mean, we, um, you know, I, let me put it this way: we mm. we are we have we have a lot of different. Um, um, variables that we're working with because we're also not we're also new so our, our big challenge is to get people to try it once 
Right. We know that we're delicious and people are telling us all day long that we're delicious. So once we get people to try it and they know that it's good, then um, then they learn about our cause and how, you know, what we're doing. They go, well, this is a no brainer. You know, if you're delicious and I can do good when I drink it, then I'm then I'm then I'm sold and I'll buy it every single day. Um, but our challenge is, as, as any new product challenge is, is we have to introduce it to people. So, you know, we work very closely with the stores that we're in to put up signage, not just rely on what's on our bottle label, but let people know what we're doing, you know, larger than life. We, we say buy a bottle, give a quarter everywhere. Right. Right. Uh, we've worked with Whole Foods locally here, the Whole Foods that we're in. The marketing teams on site at every Whole Foods have developed, you know, in their own Whole Foods chalkboard style, they've developed signage to promote T-Volution and they all say buy a bottle, give a quarter. Mm -hmm. And so we're certainly promoting that top to bottom, but with every cause, with every consumer facing product, trial drives the, the ultimate success. And so I believe that it does, you know, we've had people try us and like it and buy a bottle and then come back and tell us a few weeks later, you know, I was back in the store and I was going to buy a bottle of tea and I saw yours and I saw the other guy and I thought, you know, I feel kind of guilty buying the other guy if I know I can buy you guys. <laughs> oh, that's just what you want, right? That's and, exactly uh, what you want. You know, I, we don't want to play on people's guilt, but we do want people to know that with a single purchase, they can do good. And those quarters, you know, Joe, those quarters, they add up really. Absolutely. Yep. And um, it doesn't take long to get to a dollar and it doesn't take long to get to a hundred bucks and it doesn't take long to have some real impact. And, um, you know, a lot of people walk by pennies and nickels on the floor and they let them they let them sit there, but they don't walk by quarters. Even, you yeah. know, even well-to-do people pick up quarters because they know there's value to those quarters. And so, um, you know, we, we want people to know what we're doing. And yes, to answer. So I gave you kind of a long winded answer <laughs> because we're a new company and we have a lot of things that we're that we're, um, you know, that we're working on to, to make our brand as competitive as it can be. Well, you, you know what I think is, is as important as the cause. I you know say. what I think is interesting too, Ian, is like what really comes through when you talk about T-Volution too is it really is all about taste. Like that's something that's really important that you have to lead with an outstanding product first. You know, I think that's true. Gerard thinks that's true. And a lot of consumers think that's true and other consumers don't. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of our challenge as we grow and create messaging is how do we find the right balance between taste and cause? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we've always kind of said we should be 60% taste and 40% cause. Right. And so we, we've, we've really tried to stick to that model um, as we grow. And like I said, you know, but as you said, if people if people don't taste it and they don't know that it tastes good, then they may not be inclined to try it. But once they taste it and they know, then then we're then we're then we've hit a home run. Well, I think right. that you're hitting the nail on the head right there, though, because you can get people to potentially try the product for the quarter donation, but they're not going to come back if it's not good. And I think. All of you listeners out there that are thinking about starting cause businesses, mm -hmm. this is the piece that gets missed so often. Why should somebody come use your product? It has to be excellent. It's and that's you know it, just slapping a cause on it is not. It, maybe it'll make people try it, but it's not going to make people stay. And yeah. that's for most consumer products what you need. Yeah, so. you know there was there's even a spectacular example of this. Um, it's a couple of years old now, but I actually was writing about something on Kid2.com uh, today, and I was talking about a successful business or what they thought would be a successful business between U2's Bono and his wife. Uh, they developed this chain 
of uh, fashionable clothes that they were going to source from Africa. And, uh, you know, we're talking like two, three hundred dollar shirts here. And when the quality wasn't there, uh, you know, people were like, hey, we want to help a cause and we want to help people in Africa. But if I'm going to pay three hundred dollars for a shirt, it better be a good one. And you're, it, you're it exactly really, right. They had to yeah. really think about. And, you know, one of the challenges they had after with the, with that, Ian, was they then to ensure the quality of the clothes, they actually had to start sourcing them through China. And then so then they came mm. under the process of like, oh, you're supposed to be helping people in Africa, but you're you know, getting a close. So, so, you know, they but what it was interesting is uh, it, it, YouTube Bono's wife. And I'm sorry, her name escapes you right now. But she came back and she was like, you know, it's about, you know, it's got to be about the clothes first. You know, the first yeah. thing it's about is about being a fashion brand. And you have to well, and and I totally agree with that. I, I think that's right. I know Gerard thinks that's right. Um, you know, we want people to to drink it every day. We don't want them to drink it once. We don't want them to hold their nose when they're drinking it. We want them to <laughs> love it. You know, we want them to love it, and they do. You know, we 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 designed it in such a way that, you know, it's refreshing. It's not. You know, some teas make your mouth shrink. You know what I mean? That feeling that you get when mm -hmm, you drink a nice. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, people go on long runs and come back and chug a bottle. And that's great. You know, that's great for us. We, we've really, you know, we've worked really hard on that side of things. And um, and I think that's paid off more than anything else. So so let's talk about, now that we know that you're rolling in the dough, let's talk about the... The challenging parts. What are the what are the hard parts for you guys about running this cause business? And you know, maybe it's about a cause business. Maybe it's just being an entrepreneur startup. But what what are you? What are the challenging parts as you look back over the past eighteen months? Well, I will tell you the thing that's the most challenging right now that has nothing to do with cause, although it's affected by our brand, is distribution and growing. You know, um, we started locally in our two local markets in Los Angeles, where Gerard is, and DC, where I am. Um, and we self-delivered. I mean, you all, you've probably heard the story mm -hmm. before, right? Like, you know, a couple guys and a couple cars and we we're just driving it around and, you know, putting it in as many hands as possible. And we had a lot of early successes that way. Um, as we grow, we have to rely on distribution companies to take it uh, far and wide outside of our own reach. Um, and every distribution company is different. They have different rules. They have different sh margin structures. They have different kinds of customers. And so they have different selling styles. And it's turned out that literally every distributor that we bring on is like starting a small business over again. We have to go find new accounts, new customers, introduce it to new communities and new markets. So we have to expand our um, trial. You know, I, like I said before, it, it's so important for people to try it. But how do we get people to try it? You know, in cities like San Francisco when we're in Los Angeles, or mm -hmm. cities like Boston when we're in DC, and um, and so we have to figure out how do we grow, you know, our organization to be able to support these distributors because the distributors they don't do that. You know, they don't encourage trial; they just bring it and they sell it to their accounts. So, you know, our biggest challenge is in this growth phase right now and as we expand is bringing on these new distributors, convincing them to love us so much that they sell the heck out of us over the other 3,000 brands that they also distribute, uh, incentivizing them a little bit, and then, you know, making sure that once they put us on someone's shelf, that there's enough demand that it sells and then that store reorders. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting on a shelf once is not a success. Getting on that shelf and having them reorder it because the customer wants it, or I should say, the consumer demands it. You know, that's that's when we that's when we've achieved something. Um, and as a small brand with with not so much name recognition, uh, we're working triple time to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, triple time means not a lot of sleep. And uh, maybe <laughs> the same the call that you have some some interesting ideas on sleep. I was hoping you could share those with our listeners. Yeah, you know, when you're an entrepreneur and you're a family man and you're, uh, you know, you're trying to make a, a you know, I, my wife is actually pregnant, right? So, so and with our second, so we're 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 balancing a lot of things, and the um, and there's a lot of time, and you know, and I think being being. Being with my family is very important. Um, I find a way to be at home from uh, six o'clock to nine o'clock uh, almost every day of the week, and and that's a really important time to be home. Um, but it doesn't. But I mean, but there's still more work to be done, and so I've started experimenting. Yes, Joe, you're right, and with uh, <laughs> with alternative sleep schedules, and I won't go into too much detail. But Google, you can Google Uberman, you can Google Everyman, and you'll see a, a treasure trove of information. Uh, about how that works well we've done it again peeps we've come to the end of our our podcast which is always sad to end because it always feels like we're in the middle of a great conversation but um ian if people want add a couple things yeah i was going to ask if people want to find out more about tvolution yeah they can do that you know i think we're doing something amazing our nonprofit partners think we're doing something amazing their constituents think we're doing amazing stuff and Gerard, my business partner, thinks we're doing amazing stuff. And frankly, our staff that we have on board, they they love it too. I mean, the people who've tried it and who love it, love it. Um, but there's a lot of folks out there who haven't tried it or who are hearing for about it for the first time. And I would say, go to our Facebook page, check it out, give us a like, you know, help us increase that number, and then stay in tune because as we grow from city to city, we'll be coming to your city and you know, we'll be relying on our community in those cities to help spread the word. Well, you promised, Ian, that you were coming to Boston next. And Portland. We're working it. And we're working Portland. it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Why well, you want to go to Portland? <gasps> <laughs> you know, I've seen Portlandia enough to know that um, it would probably it would sell place. pretty well in Portland. <laughs> uh, you know, well, look, hopefully we'll, you know, we, we are, we are, let me say this, we are working toward that goal as diligently as we can. Those are corners of the country that we care a lot about, and they're high, high, high on our list. Yay. So, uh, tuvolution.com, and we'll post links to your Facebook uh, page. Trackyourimpact.com. Trackyourimpact.com. Sorry about that. That's right. Um, And we will post links in our show notes to your Facebook page and your website and your Twitter account and your personal Twitter account. We'll just just link it all up. So, make sure you check out out the show notes. And, Joe, where can people find more about you if they would like to know more about the wonderful Joe Waters? Well, of course, people can find me on my blog, SelfishGiving.com, or visit me on Twitter, at Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter, at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF, and I also blog pretty regularly at CauseUpdate.com. And you can also find Cause Talk Radio and all the other RashPixel.tv shows on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. So find us there, and thanks so much for joining us. Mm-hmm.